This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. TV Wrestling Network loyalists, welcome to uh, welcome back to your home for everything current, everyday modern wrestling. Place to be nation's main event. I am you. I am Scott Criscolo. I always say I am your co tri quad host. I'm with you. I am not alone. I'm never alone. Uh, welcome to episode number. Let's see. I'm going to guess because I thought I wrote it down. I did not. But I'm going to say it is episode 20, I'm going to say 208. How close am I? Oh, not even. It is 205. Yes. I was going to say, is this the, uh, is this the Sin Cara Drew Gulak tribute episode? (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, Who was the British guy? Gallagher. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Godfather, Neil Milton. What is going on, Scott? It's uh, great to be back uh, with you and, and the people this week. Uh, you're lucky that that I made time tonight, though, Scott, because uh, as we talked about off air, tonight is the annual uh, Milton Bowl, uh, pitting the Falcons mm-hmm. against the Panthers. It only happens two times a year, uh, and so this is a big night. So uh, the fact that I'm giving you any time tonight, Scott, is it, it just shows how much this show and, and, and our friendship means. Well, I appreciate that, and it's it. I appreciate that, Nate. Since only two people are watching the game, yes. and that is you and uh, Sister Milton. So, and it's and uh, it's not helping. Uh, it's not helping Amazon either because spoiler alert: we're sharing the same password. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the same account. So they're getting two views off of one account. Uh, so it's only one person's watching this game today. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Well, uh, uh, brother, it's been a, it's been a while since just been you and I. But uh, Steve and uh, Steve Willie and uh, the sheriff were indisposed this evening. So uh, I had a plan in mind. I think Steve and Pete are like they they told us they had like family stuff and work stuff and other excuses. But I saw Steve's Instagram and him and Pete are camped out for uh, the premiere of Wakanda forever tonight. So we know where they are. Exactly. I was thinking that they're tired of each other. You know, you got the bear fan. Well, you got two (laughs) Bears fans together, actually, and. Uh, you know, I, I they both hate the Packers, and with them, which means they should be on tonight because my Cowboys play their Packer play the Packers uh, this Sunday, and poor bastard uh, slumpy uh, Aaron Rodgers there. So, uh, talk about a mess, huh? Uh, so what originally I was going to do tonight, we're going to save this for two weeks. Uh, although in two weeks we'll probably talk full gear Fallout. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of do that, we'll we'll bring that up tonight as well, but uh. This is a reminder to all of you, it is under two months now uh, until until the uh, our stretch project for 2022, which is the um, greatest WWE superstar contest, or not contest, a superstar ballot revisited uh, concludes. So you've got less than two months. To get your ballot. Now, what I was going to do tonight 
We won't do it tonight because Nate's the one guy uh, on our show that already knows my ballot. So it'd be kind of a sad. <laughs> it wouldn't really help. But uh, we were going to take my ballot and I was going to break it down by by clumps of 10. And I was going to see if who these guys thought of if somebody needed to be bumped up, bumped down uh, or taken off altogether. Or if anybody needed to be added that I didn't mention. I know for a fact, and I said this to Nate off air, I know for a fact that I don't have Adam Cole, baby, on my list. Even though he's already been here and already left. Um, but obviously his impact was amazing. He was, you know, North American champion and, of course, a very long time uh, NXT champion. But at the time, in 2017, he either was still in ROH or he was uh, just starting in TNA to the or in uh, NXT to the point where he hadn't really earned his spot yet. But obviously, in those five years, he's left and he got here and left. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we're going to hold off and maybe do that in two weeks because uh, I kind of need we both kind of need uh, Steve and uh, and Pete for that. So, so Nate, I figure we do what we do best when it's just you and I. We uh, pull out the Cavassier, have a couple of a uh, couple of Romeo and Juliets, and uh, and just uh, you know. Rap a little um, and talk about things going on mm. uh, this weekend. There is only one. Uh, there is a pay-per-view this weekend. Of course, everyone knows what it is because we talk about it every week. And that is, of course, uh, hard times three, a courtesy of the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. Uh, if you're listening to this Friday morning, tomorrow morning, uh, of course, here on the network, Dr. G and I and the NWA Saturday special will give you our preview of uh ha tams three and then on uh, monday morning uh there will be no twitch uh, feed this weekend uh schedules and such uh but uh monday morning here on the feed uh will be the reaction special to uh hard times three uh having said that uh the gentleman that is running the nwa uh is sounding just as uh mm. shall we say a little off kilter uh, than Vince did when he was running WWE. <laughs> uh, so he might be number two behind Tony Khan as the most uh, erratic uh, promotion <laughs> owner in the company, in uh, professional wrestling right now. Um, he has said some very uh, strange things um, uh, on Twitter. Of course, it sounds official that... Nick Aldis is pretty much gone from the NWA. His contract ends at the end of the calendar year. He has been pulled from this Saturday's Hard Tams 3 show. He was scheduled to take on Odinson, and that feud has actually been brewing over the past uh, couple of months, pretty much since NWA 74 in late August, and it's kind of built throughout the fall. Um, But Billy has also said some very weird things. Uh... I was very curious, Dr. G was very curious, and a lot of people were, that NWA 74 weekend in St. Louis back in August, there was no M-Power. There was no all-women's pay-per-view like there was last year at NWA 73 weekend. Uh, Now, I have been very, very vocal, and I mean, it's me. When am I ever vocal? That that the women's division in the NWA is pretty damn good. does it get, is it close to WWE? No, but I would say it's comparable to impact. And even though there are some real great workers in AEW, I still think AEW's women's division lags behind everybody else. But Billy, for some reason thinks that the 
his talent is not strong enough to put on there a women's an all women's pay-per-view again. So this is my take, uh, Nathaniel. Tell me if you agree. I feel like it's not so much about Nick as it's about Mickey, mm-hmm. uh, who might be a little uh, put off that that uh, William uh, Patrick Corgan thought that they could not carry a second Empower pay-per-view, mm-hmm. which I, I think is kind of stupid. But Billy's been talking about how NWA is like in the middle of a of a mid nineties ECW, which I think is not, it's not even close. Uh, people are not thrilled with the main event. Nobody wants to see Tyrus as, uh, <laughs> as NWA champion. Nobody currently likes to see Trevor Murdoch as NWA champion. Um, uh, now I still think that Matt Cardona is walking out of, uh, Chalmette. In uh, suburban Nolens as the uh, heavyweight champion uh, this weekend, um, the NWA really. I, I thought uh, Nate that that um, ROH was the most affected by uh, the pandemic, but I have to say the NWA, even though they did bounce back, I feel just creatively they they're just not the same as they were. Uh, before the pandemic um in the spring of 2020 they were on fire they were um they had a great pay-per-view coming up they had a crockett cup they had the the what was it five hundred thousand dollar match between nick aldis and marty Skrull mm-hmm. for the world title they had a great crockett cup tournament they had good undercard the pandemic happened and everything just went. And even though they returned last spring, 2021, uh, honestly, both even though they've had their moments, both Dr. G and I have definitely thought that they've just not been the same. Um, what do you think? What do you think the situation is going on currently? And why is it in a weird place right now? I mean, Scott, despite Billy's rage. He is still just a rat in a cage. (laughs) That's that's what we're seeing here from this man, Billy Corgan, Scott. Uh, It's a couple things. I think, you know, when you look at the the macro, when you look at NWA as a whole, you're right. Like, they were affected by the pandemic. But I also feel like, in some ways, they still have not kind of recovered from the -the behind-the-scenes shakeups after Me Too. Like... I don't, I don't think they've ever gained, regained that momentum. Uh, and I'm not saying that that person should be brought back. I'm just saying, you know, as a viewer, I don't feel like they've regained that momentum, Scott. But when you go to the specifics of Billy and Nick, I think you're, you're right about this maybe not being so much about Nick Aldis as maybe some friction uh, in the fact that, you know, they weren't able to produce another Empower show. But I think I feel like either way, Billy's wrong. Like if Billy truly believes that Nick Aldis isn't the top guy, like A, why was he your top guy for so long? And B, why would you say that publicly when this is, you know, this reflects on, you know, maybe some of the other people in your locker room. They're like, oh, if he can say that about Nick, a guy that held the belt and put the company on his back for so long, what's he going to say about me? Uh, But to the other point about Empower, if he feels like, there's not enough 
in-house talent in the NWA to put on another Empower show, which I disagree with. Uh, like, let's look back at the first one. Like, the first one wasn't all in-house talent. It was in-house talent plus, like, this mix of legends and, you know, in hot indie talent. And it's like, I feel like there's a lane he's missing, Scott, because WWE kind of dropped the ball after that first Evolution show. And, you know, who knows? Maybe now that your boy's in charge, it finds its way back on the calendar since his wife uh, did start the entire history of the sport of women's wrestling in North America, uh, mm -hmm. if you believe the history book, Scott. Uh, <laughs> so maybe maybe they go back to that. But, like, you're right. Impact Wrestling's women's division is good, but it, it's not as visible. Uh, mm -hmm. AEW's got some good talent in there, but they're still kind of building that women's division in AEW. This could have been a really big lane for the NWA to run through because it's the one thing that could differentiate themselves from the other companies that are kind of either above them or, you know, around them uh, in, in terms of popularity. And so, yeah, like either way, I think it's, it's, it's not a good look for Billy to like do this to a guy like, yeah, and maybe we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, Scott. Maybe Nick and Mickey are like royal pains in the ass. But even if they are, if you're Billy Corgan, I don't think you can say that publicly because it makes you look bad. And and in a way, it kind of makes the company look small. Very small. And it's, uh, you know, it's it's sad because they were they were becoming a player. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, visibly, they have the deal with Fight TV. Um, but, and I hate to say it because I'm not a total fan of all of the wrestling, but I feel like the NWA spot two years ago has now been occupied by GCW. Mm. And I am not the biggest Brett Lauderdale fan. And I, I, I also nickname it garbage can wrestling because <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of it is fucking crap. It really is. Is it entertaining? Yeah. It is. So, so what you're saying is, in Billy's analogy, GCW is really the ECW of now and not NWA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's the WCW or something. I don't know. <laughs> yes. But I, 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 I don't hate. I'm not. I, I, I guess I just not. The, and I don't. I also am not a guy who who gets Nick Gage. I, I don't get him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't get him. I never did. Yeah, he's he's not for me. But I'm not yeah. gonna poo-poo others' enjoyment of him. But yeah, I, I've never all. been that into the dude. No, not at all. And a lot of us here at the, here in the in the PTB family are big GCW fans. They enjoy the, and it has nothing to do with with before anybody says anything. It's not nothing to do with Moxley either. I don't. That's that's inconsequential. I mean, that's, I'm just you, you're his number one fan this year, Scott. I am. I'm, I'm a bigger fan of his than than most people have ever been. So <laughs> no, definitely not the Mox. Well, that's because you know it's other people. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Cole Cabana. Um, <laughs> how about that fucking mess, huh? Uh, speaking of next, uh, next Saturday at, of course, AEW full gear down in Newark, um, uh, the elite is returning, uh, Mr. Mm -hmm. Omega and Le Bucks, um, and Cole Cabana made an appearance on yes. Dynamite. Jeez. I wonder yeah. why. And, and got a pretty good reaction. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a mess. Um, uh, so I don't I don't know. Again, Dr. G and I will have our own opinions and then I'll, I'll be very, very curious to see how uh, the Hard Times three pay-per-view will be executed uh, tomorrow night. If you're listening to this on Friday, tomorrow night. And of course, Dr. G and I will have our opinions on the reaction special. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens. And the other thing, here's the other thing, which, which you know, granted, this is uh, this is maybe more of the pro wrestling of it all and less of the business side, Scotty. Yeah. But if Billy is such an old school wrestling mark to the point where he bought the National Wrestling Alliance, wouldn't he want Nick to, like, do business the right way on the way out? Like, isn't that what the old timers did, Scott, when they left the territory? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Like, you, you could have a moment where, like, yeah, this dude is leaving. Like, we, we're not seeing eye to eye right now, but we're going to use him to put over somebody that can go forward in the company. And we're also going to give Nick a moment, you know, to kind of soak up some, some applause from the crowd. Because, like I said, like, this dude carried your banner for a minute and did a good job with it. Like, I thought, I thought Nick Aldis was a fine champion. Like, was he the best wrestler in the world, bell to bell? No. But he's a guy that looked like a star. He talked like a star, and he gave you pretty good matches. And so I think, just for the just for what he did for them, Scott, like I feel like maybe Billy owes Nick a little something on the way out in terms of appreciation. I agree. I agree. Nick Aldis is not, you know, like somebody said. Oh, what could Nick Aldis come out at the Royal Rumble? Yeah, I don't. I don't think Nick Aldis. <laughs> I love Nick to death. I honestly do. Nick's not going to get the AJ Styles 2016 reaction no. or the uh, or or Cody in Dallas like that. That's, 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 that's mag- he doesn't work here. <laughs> that's madness. I think I think you should go to AW and attack Sting. I'm sorry. I know. I, I, uh, Sting. And uh, you know, one thing I got to say on a side note, uh, Nate, kudos to Darby Allen. Because at this point, I thought he'd have turned on Sting by now, but mm-hmm. they're still kind of, uh, they're like the, they're still the buddy cop team of uh, AEW. So I gotta, I gotta give props for them not turning on Sting yet, and he's still being Darby Allen's uh, handler, I guess you could say. I think part but. of that is I don't, I don't know if they knew how well this sixty-five-year-old man was gonna perform, and with some of the performances, like granted, he's not doing full sixty-minute matches, but the spots that they're giving him coming off of that uh, uh, neck injury, uh-huh. like, I think they were surprised he's, he, he's performed as well as he has. So they're like, you know what? Tony, Tony Khan had a rare moment, Scott, of, of uh, self-reflection, and, and uh, he didn't overindulge. And he's like, you know what? Instead of going quickly to the feud, let's just ride this for as long as we can because people are really into Darby and Sting. I think so. And, and I, think everybody, I think everybody loves Sting, and I think everyone knows that uh, that Sting, you know, can't do a lot. So, you know. But he can jump off of really high things. <laughs> yes, he can. Yes, he can. Um, so let's get a quick check. Uh, I, I was supposed to, I was going to go to Full Gear. It's right down in Newark. But I had family plans. And those family plans have now uh, fallen through. So, mm. but now, of course, there's no tickets. So figures. Uh, but anyway, maybe I'll watch the. I'll watch it on pay-per-view. But here is the card for uh, Full Gear, which is one week from tomorrow, next uh, next Saturday night from Newark. Uh, so we have Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy in a steel cage. Mm. We've got Jeff – this is just just added earlier this week. Jeff Jarrett yes. and Jay Lethal versus uh, Sting and Darby Allen. Jeff Jarrett stays getting checks. Yes, <laughs> Jeff, honestly, when you think about it, like we we've all talked we've talked for years, Scott, about how Terry 
is the ultimate businessman, I think Jeff Jarrett might give him a run for his money. Yeah. Yeah, because he's great, ain't he? Uh, <laughs> and now he's got the black hat and everything. Uh, Soraya, a.k.a. Pace, yes. will be wrestling her first match in five years. She'll be taking on uh, DMD. Recently cleared. Yes. And she posted on Twitter the letter, which seemed yes. very generic, but that's okay. It just it, it did seem a little a little generic, but I'm happy for her. I mean, I, here's I, the thing, Scott. To to be fair to Soraya, like we can't do it like we used to do back in the day when every wrestler, it didn't matter what company you worked for, you went to Dr. James Andrews. And none of us knew Dr. James Andrews' credentials, Scott, but he seemed official. And and now, you know, unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. So there's no they, wrestling never built the next doctor star like Dr. James Andrews is the last great professional wrestling physical therapist. Uh, so there, there's nobody else that that page could go to that that would make it seem official. So, yes, I'm not mad at her generic uh, Med Express doctor's note. Right. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to remember who she wrestled in 2017. I don't I don't remember. Hmm. Uh, so that match is happening. Uh, our girl Jade trying to go for Goldbergish record, facing Nyla Rose for the TBS Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, a four. This might be the match of the night. A four-way for the ROH World Championship. Chris Jericho, the champion, defending against Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and uh, Sammy Guevara. Of course, Sammy, the only one of the three that has never been ROH champion. Mm-hmm. Tony Storm defending the uh, interim, which is still stupid, women's yes. world title against Jamie Hayter, my girl, and I think Jamie Hayter is going to win. Um, the Eliminator Tournament Final, uh, we haven't had the teams yet. Right now, uh, as we're speaking, uh, next Thursday on Dynamite, Ethan Page uh, and Bandito will be in one semifinal. Brian Cage will face the winner of Lance Archer and Ricky Starks, and then the finals will be next Saturday. So that's who's remaining. Ethan Page, Bandito, Brian Cage, and then the winner of Lance Archer and Ricky Starks. So, uh, World Tag Team titles, the new champions, the acclaimed, who probably should have won it at All Out, but didn't, but that's okay. They did end up winning it on Dynamite, taking on the former champions, Swerve in Our Glory, future... Uh, future employees of uh, the H as Swerve will rejoin. Uh, no, they won't. I know they won't. And then, of course, the main event, uh, the John, John Dean Ambroxley to defend the world title against MJF. If I'd ask you right now, Nathaniel, is MJF walking out of Newark the world champion? I think so. I think so, too. I think so. Like, and it's nothing against uh, Mox, who, if you remember when we first had the conversation, like, I was not the biggest fan of putting the belt on Mox, uh, but he's done a good job with it. But I think it's time for MJF. Uh, and then the thing is, with MJF, you kind of unlock a bunch of opportunities for other people who are kind of out of position right now because Mox is your champ. Whereas with MJF, I think you can have a lot more fresh feuds. And I think that's something AEW needs right now is fresh feuds that can kind of get people talking again. Not that AEW is is falling off the map, but I feel like 
they kind of need some juice, uh, a spark, and it's not the kind of spark that happens when a grumpy 44-year-old man eats muffins at a press conference. You need a, <laughs> a, a spark that comes from the in-ring product and the story that you're telling. So I think MJF gives you the best shot at, you know, maybe shaking things up. Mm. I think so, too, and I think this is a reward for, for sticking around and mm-hmm. – I think this is the moment. Mox is sticking around. He ain't going anywhere. So him yeah. losing the title is not the worst thing in the world. Um, perfectly and the, fine. Here's the, here's the thing about AEW. Like, you just ran down the card, Scott. There's so many titles that Mox can – like, Mox can, you know, go for the world title anytime, ROH title anytime. You know, hell, he might go for the uh, the uh, T and – not the TNT title. Yeah, the TNT title. I was mixing up my networks. Uh, the TNT title. You know, mm-hmm. he, he he might get crazy one week and challenge Jade for the TBS title. So Mox is always going to be in the mix. He's a made guy for AEW, right. so he doesn't need to be your world champion. Uh, not at all. Not at all. When, though, and, and we've talked about this uh, on many past shows, uh, Nate, sticking with, with as I just mentioned, uh, uh, Jericho is defending the, uh, the ROH title. Obviously... I'm, I mean, obviously, at some point, Tony Khan is is going to want ROH to kind of stand on its own two feet and mm-hmm. be a brand. But obviously, we still are having, you know, there's still Time Warner, or, you know, HBO, Discovery, Warner Brothers, whatever the hell's going on in that mess. Um, Which, so obviously, you know, he's got to be careful with his own brand, much less the ROH brand. But when are we going to get to the point where... He's going to look at ROH and go, what the hell did I buy this for? Mm-hmm. You know, like, when are we going to get to that point? Are we hoping that at some point before the start of the year, we're going to figure, well, I guess we're only got, what, eight weeks left in the yeah. in the calendar year. So maybe by, like, February, are we going to figure out what the hell's going on in terms of ROH being a brand again instead of just an extension? I mean, the big, the two big questions are in terms of ROH – a, the corporate instability uh, with Warner, HBO, all those, Discovery, all those partners. Uh, and then the second thing is, I still feel like Tony Khan needs to trust somebody to run that ship. Because he he's not going to be able to run two brands. And I think if ROH is going to be around, it has to be its own brand. Because it feels like ROH has been overshadowed. Even, like... You mentioned Claudio, and I forgot that Claudio won the title uh, when he when he showed up in AEW. Like it's it's been that much of an afterthought. Uh, so I feel like next year is probably going to be the make or break year for whatever this ROH incarnation is. And hopefully, once things settle down on the TV side, then you can see things start to settle down on the wrestling side. Because mm-hmm. if 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 you're not going to at least do like quarterly specials with ROH on some right. platform and have some place to air the library. Then what did you buy it for other than to keep it out of the hands of Vince? Uh, because the only thing worse than Tony Khan, not using ROH would be Vince, not using ROH. Right. And at least Vince has a place to put it. Yes. At were at best, if Vince bought ROH, we put another tab on the cock. Pretty much, you know, that's pretty much, and, and I'm fine with that because then we we could finally retire the the uh, <laughs> we could switch up the uh, 
TNA pay-per-view recaps and Steve would get his dream and we would have ROH pay-per-view recaps. Yes. But, um, you know, but, uh, I mean, cause right now it's just, I don't even give a crap about any of them with the belts now. Like I love Joe, but why is he fucking TV champion? I, it makes no, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand any of it in that aspect, but there's 20 years worth of stuff. Nathaniel, that could be amazing main event content. Yeah. And we can't do it. Well, and the reason you put the TV title on Joe is if you have TV, you have a guy that people will tune into your TV show for. But it doesn't work when a, uh, ROH is just a pocket universe inside of AEW. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. That's still a problem that needs to be that needs to be fixed. Well, as I've as we've said here on uh, on on the show, we'll we'll keep tabs and we'll keep circling back to this topic um, over the you know over the next you know couple of months and and figure out what our what our uh, you know what the deal's going to be. So, um, so that's the uh, full gear. Uh, obviously, then of course we look ahead. Because the following Saturday in Boston is Survivor Series. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. Of course, it is officially War Games. And it sounds like, thanks to uh, my employer, because I am the au pair to his children. Uh, of course, I am speaking of the H, my boss. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, sometimes, Nate, he'll let me borrow the house. You know, when they're away, like, you mm-hmm. know, like the Saudi trips and stuff. So mm-hmm. we could do, you know, so if you if you behave, you know, maybe we could, you know, maybe I could we could, you know. Maybe if Pete behaves, then, you know, maybe we can, you know, get in there. No, so just cut to cut to Scott running around in, in Hunter and Stephanie's house like Tom Cruise and Risky Business. But <laughs> 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 except be wearing a, a button down shirt. And white, white, and tidy whiteies. I'm wearing uh, <laughs> Triple H's Triple H's uh, Bad Blood 2003 purple tights and the Terror yes. Rising rope. Yes. <laughs> 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 so we only have one match so far for that. The women's War Games match is set. It is uh, so far. There's Bianca Belair, your girl, Alexa Bliss, Oscar, and two TBDs. Against Damage mm. Control, which is Bailey, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. and another TBD. So there's still three slots um, to fill in the women's War Games match. The men's War Games match obviously has not technically been been booked yet, but we know it's got something to do with the uh, the chief and his family against yes. somebody. So we'll 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 be ready for that down the line. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we'll get a breather. Uh, I believe there is a, a TNA, sh- a TNA, there is a NXT show coming up. Uh, let me see. It is going to be called deadline NXT deadline. <laughs> that is quite funny. And that will be taking place, uh, at uh, full sale or actually the performance center. What are they going to go back to full sale? Not that I yeah. don't like not, not that I don't like the uh not that I don't like the uh, uh performance center uh setting, but I kinda miss uh mm-hmm. I kinda miss the uh full sale atmosphere. So um 
that'll be taking place on Saturday, uh, December 10th. That's the uh, next big show, uh, the next pay-per-view show. Then, and this is not, I thought this was technically canceled, but uh, it was reported that that the uh, day one show was canceled. WWE has not confirmed it. However, uh, there is... Uh, a streaming. This see, I just re- I'm reading something now that my apologies. I'm reading something now that I didn't realize. So apparently, the reason that N- that uh, NXT or the NXT the WWE is not doing day one is because on that same night, Peacock is streaming Sunday Night Football. Mm. Uh, I did not know that. I thought it was something else, but. So <laughs> what we're going to do, Nathaniel, let's see if the game's worth its weight in gold. Uh, let's go to the NFL schedule, because now I'm curious. What is the game that week? I'm going to guess it's week, what, seven, uh, 17, I guess? I'm curious. Uh, let's see. There's Well, there's 18 weeks in the season now, so I'm going to say yeah. it's week 17. Let's see. Uh... For God's sakes, why does, why does, uh, here we go. So December 22nd, no, yeah, weeks, yeah, it's week 17. So hold on. We go to the next week. Uh, I thought it was more because Triple H just didn't want to do it, but it was supposed to take place down at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, which I think is where it was last year. Yeah. Um, so the game slated for that evening is, uh, Ooh. Oh, really? I guarantee they have to flex this. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, <laughs> there's always the flex in place, Scott. Yeah, because right now it's the SoFi Bowl. Uh, Rams Chargers mm. is the game that would be slated on at the same time as day one. Rams Chargers. The SoFi Bowl. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think I'd rather watch Roman Reigns. Fifteen. <laughs> Than Rams. Now, here are the other games. That, say, who are the Cowboys playing? Well, the Cowboys are on Thursday night. They're on Amazon that week against the mm. Titans. So that game can't be flexed. Here are the other games that week. Cardinals at Falcons. Nope. Sorry, brother. No one's flexing <laughs> that. I love you, buddy, but no one's flexing that. <laughs> Steelers at Ravens. No. Nope. Bears at Lions. Well, Steve Willie mm. can vote, but no. Jags at Texans. No. Nope. Broncos at Chiefs. No. Uh, Dolphins, Pats. Eh, eh, Yes, I'm going to go back one. You say nope on Broncos Chiefs, but but as as pitiful as Russell Wilson and these Broncos are, let's not diminish the star power of one Patrick F. Mahomes. That is true. And at that point, they're six and two right now. And yeah, that could be a crucial game for uh, home field. Yeah, they could be like 13 and two at that point or Mm -hmm. something. So it's possible. Uh, Dolphins, Patriots. At Gillette, possibly. Possibly. They're, they're six and three. Uh, Colts, Giants, no. Saints, no. Eagles. Well, I mean, you, you don't know what Jeff Saturday might do with these Colts guys. That, that is true. He might be playing Madden. Uh, <laughs> the Eagles are still undefeated, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they'll be 16 and 0 at that point. They'll be, they're home against the Saints. I, I can't see that. No. Panthers, Bucks, no. Nope. Browns, Commanders, no. 
Uh, Niners. The only way I can see Panthers Bucks is if it's a game that means Brady gets into the playoffs. That is true. Although this is the second to last week of the regular season. So it's not nothing set in stone. Uh, Believe it or not. And I know my PIC, Mr. Rosero, in terms of records, the best game is Jets Seahawks. Mm. (laughs) Believe it or not. Six and Geno Smith with the revenge game. That's right. Yes. (laughs) The Geno Smith revenge game will bump WWE day one. <laughs> uh, and they can't flex the Monday night game. The Monday night game is Bills Bengals, which actually is pretty good. So uh, it could be very good. So I don't know. I mean, out of all those games, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it might be Chiefs just due to star power with Mahomes, or the Bucks game with Brady, or that uh, Seahawks Jets game. Seahawks Jets game. You're right. So because I cannot see them keeping uh, the the SoFi Bowl of no. uh, of Rams Chargers. That that game will be uh, atrocious. Um, in any event, I thought that they, plus, I mean, you're figuring that weekend, uh, is not just the NFL game, but Atlanta's going to be buzzing. Cause, uh, now the Falcons, now they're home that day. So there's, I guess there's no, right. Is that a home game? Yeah. The Falcons are home that day. So mm-hmm. there's no bowl game that day. Nope. Uh, no, uh, so Hawks it, Atlanta's, <clears throat> no, the Hawks aren't playing. So well, obviously not, because WWE would be in the building. Um, so you would have the WWE pay-per-view and the Falcons at the same, almost, well, not really, close to the same time. Yeah, and then, so, and and for those that have not been to Atlanta, geographically that would be a nightmare because both stadiums are literally across the street from each other, and oof. traffic would be insane. Yeah, nah, that's crazy. So that might be why they dumped, uh, that might be why they dumped, because the Falcons would be the afternoon game. So, like, even if even if the game's over at 7 and the pay-per-view starts at 8, that's a nightmare. Uh, According to this, no, the game's at 1 o'clock. Games are, okay, so it's a 1 o'clock game. So, so the you're game, getting yeah. out of the game at around 4 or 5. Still, people come. People are coming at 5 o'clock. Yeah. Day, you know, you got to do, you know, you got to do pre-matches and people got to yep. show up. So you got people leaving. The uh, Mercedes-Benz and people coming to State Farm, yeah, that might be a headache. So even on a good day, Atlanta traffic isn't the greatest, right? So I could see uh, now it makes sense. They may move it, although it might be too late to move it. No, no maybe not. They could move it if they really wanted to. They could move it to another building. Mm-hmm. You know, hell, Bridgeport, come up here. I got nothing to do New Year's night. It's I'll walk Chicago. up. Chicago is a place that hadn't had a big show in a while. I know, right? <laughs> nothing ever happens in Chicago. Why, why is Chicago so underserved? Exactly. He really never gets to go to these shows. Exactly. And then, you know, Roman Reigns could could have a, uh, you know, could have a press conference after where he <laughs> goes on a tirade against, uh, I don't know, uh, some, you know, talk about uh john dean and broxley loaning him money or something i don't know (laughs) but uh uh do you realize nathaniel speaking of uh speaking of roman reigns did you know that in a couple of weeks he's gonna hit one thousand days as universal champion wow crazy right uh also much to the chagrin of uh kings of sport listener uh and the renowned hater from chicago jermaine <laughs> this man, Roman Reigns, has been tormenting Jermaine for <laughs> the better part of three years. Oh, no. Uh, 
Well, he's also tormented uh, our man, the kettle man, Callum McDougal, who, of course, mm. is Scottish, gigantic uh, uh, Drew McIntyre fan, because I read today, uh, Nate, that the original plan for uh, Clash at the Castle was indeed, what was going to happen was, uh, Austin Theory was going to pull a Seth Rollins Santa Clara mm. Ash in the briefcase, make it a triple threat, and Drew McIntyre was going to pin Austin Theory to win the WWE title, so that way, A, they could split the belts up again, and B, Roman doesn't get pinned, and they won't touch his universal title, so that streak would keep going. So, um... That's not the worst idea, but 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 I still would have kept the belts on Roman. Yeah, and they did anyway. So, thanks to uh, another... Uso solo Sokoa. Speaking of Uso, on, a, on another tangent, uh, I've been I, I just watched uh, uh, Nathaniel the full um, uh, the full Fast and Furious uh, franchise all the way to nine, one through nine, and uh, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I just uh, Hobbs and Shaw is funny because uh, you've seen the movies, right? Yeah. Okay. Hobbs and Shaw is funny because that's the one. Where uh, um, they go to Samoa, yes, um, and the the fact that that The Rock uh, kept saying the Usos, 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 I literally mm-hmm. could not stop laughing my ass off. Waiting for Jimmy and Jay to show up next to Roman. Usos, Usos, yeah, and of course, who was there? But uh, of course, uh, Roman, brother Roman. So, uh, it was, uh, yeah. Cause the big thing I, I got, I, if people remember, like the big thing about that movie was that was the rock, you know, always looking out for, for the family, uh, trying to get Roman his foot into Hollywood. And it was also around the time where we learned for, well, the public first learned about Roman's health. And so the big rumor was like, is this it for Roman for wrestling? Because now he's got this. Hollywood career, but uh, you know, Roman Roman came back because uh, he had to make Jermaine's life a living hell. <laughs> poor poor Jermaine. Maybe we'll get Jermaine on the show. <laughs> it, Jermaine, maybe maybe Jermaine needs to come on and, and air his grievances. <laughs> um, That'll be for the uh, Festivus edition of the show. Exactly, and then uh, uh, we got to get, uh, and then uh, we could get Chris on, and Chris and I could still. Uh, think about our long lost moment of having an in and out burger together. Um, yes. So, yeah. So that's, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. They kept saying, Usos, Usos. I'm like, wait a minute. You're already booking <laughs> WrestleMania 39 four years, three years ago. So, and then after day one, of course, uh, looking ahead for WWE is the Royal Rumble, uh, which will be on the 28th of January down at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, I believe. <laughs> I believe a, uh, a PTB contingent is uh, heading down there. Yes. We'll uh, get to see the return of Cody Rhodes when he wins the Rumble. Yes. Cody. Ah, uh, yes. Devontae. Yes. We'll be, we'll be winning the Rumble. We hope. Uh, he should color both pec muscles purple. Mm. That'd be even more badass. So, um, I think they already booked the chamber, right? Yes. The Elimination Chamber. Uh, is already set. That's on February 18th. 
up at the Bell Center in Montreal. It's uh, mm. Montreal's first pay-per-view. That'll be since, interesting. Yeah, Montreal's first pay-per-view. Wow. Breaking point in September of 2009 was the last pay-per-view in Montreal. Mm. Before that, it was, uh, it was uh, I think it was No Way Out 03. I think it was the last one in Montreal. And then, of course, after that, we look ahead to uh, April's 1 and 2 out at SoFi. Uh, for WrestleMania 39. So, um, so there we go. That's uh, that's WWE's schedule. AEW. Uh, after uh, have they booked full? Have they booked? Uh, I guess Revolution is the next, right? That's their next pay per view, which is usually in February. Or, okay, nothing's booked. They don't book ahead like uh, WWE does. Yeah. Um. So of course their next pay per view will be Revolution, which is usually either last weekend in February or first weekend in March. And then uh, after that, of course, their next pay-per-view would be uh, Memorial Day weekend, which would be uh, double or nothing. So do you think uh, AEW, uh, Nate, needs to start moving around now and start, you know, because they, 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 they constantly do double or nothing in Vegas and mm-hmm. all out in Chicago. Yeah. Do they, do they need to finally kind of get their heads out? kind of stop getting get out or maybe get out of their comfort zone not stop get out of their comfort zone and actually uh you know do do it somewhere else i mean obviously the secondary shows they have no problem doing in other places yeah but those two shows seem to stay in chicago and Mm -hmm. uh, and uh and vegas i could i could understand Double or nothing in Vegas because they book like the whole weekend. They do. Yeah, I, li- I like keeping double or nothing in Vegas. Uh, I would change all out though. Mm-hmm. Something Especially to the scope because it's not like a yes. Well, they 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 when Hangman Page regains the title, it needs to be either at the scope or it needs to be at the Coliseum in Hampton. Uh, but I feel like all out is a show that you can move because. Chicago gets plenty of AEW shows. Like they get their fair share of the secondary shows. They get their fair share of the big dynamite. So I would move all out. I like the idea of double or nothing being set in Vegas uh, every year though. So I, I would keep that there. Yeah, I, I agree. They, they make a big thing out of it. They have, they do dynamite and rampage at T-Mobile mm-hmm. and then they do uh but that's a long week. I, I the only thing about that is, you're having people stay in Vegas for like six days. That's a long time. It's not like uh, it's not like like the pay per view and Raw. Like that's mm-hmm. different. But that's a tough weekend to have like six days in Vegas. That's not cheap. Just to let you know because I did it. Um, uh, it was fun, but you know. Um, so that'll be interesting. So Revolution will be the next AEW pay per view, and it'll be sometime in. Uh, Probably late February or early March. Um. So yeah, that's. Uh, I think we've had a lot of fun tonight, just kind of shooting the, shooting the breeze and and uh, talking about stuff and and getting ready for the for the for uh, winter time because this is usually a very big uh, uh, time of the year for all of us here at PTB. We got the Christmas. Spectacular coming up. Mm. I think you're all going to like it. Uh, I, I think the topic this year is pretty fun. Uh, Santa versus Jesus, always a battle. 
Um, <laughs> as, as Nate can attest to, <laughs> run that they we run that back more times than they did Cena and Orton in their heyday. Exactly. <laughs> I think we've had Jesus and and uh, and uh, Santa at the top of the card more than uh, Roman yes. and Brock. So, uh, so yeah. you know, not not to uh, to uh, you know, ghostwrite for our esteemed uh, authors of these spectaculars every year, Scott. But I, I feel like the natural progression for one of these is we need to team up eventually. Yes, can, can Jesus and Santa coexist? That's right. Yes, <laughs> it's just gonna be one of those like. Uh, uh, is this gonna be like one of those, uh, you know, uh, Cena and Sean uh, yes. in two thousand seven <laughs> winning the world title, the, the tag team titles? Can uh, they coexist? Can they coexist? Uh, that's uh, that's quite funny. But uh, so I enjoyed this little sprint, uh, brother Nate. We had a nice little sprint show here. Nothing crazy, but we've had a uh, we've had a lot of fun tonight. Join us in two weeks. Uh, when Steve and uh, Pete will rejoin us and we will uh, take a look at the fallout. Uh, are you, the fallout. are you sure about that, Scott? Not to correct you on air in front of the uh, oh, America and the whole of- world, but yes, two weeks from now on Thursday, which uh, spoiler alert is when we record. Cause we don't get up in, at, on Friday mornings and record these shows. No, but that would be pretty great. Yeah, you're quite right, Nathaniel. So guess what, everybody? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, this is in Canada. So yes. make that three weeks. So if we'll this be was back. a Canadian show, we'd be fine. But in Ameri- in America, Scott, we celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, in America. We're not we're not preempting the NFL like WWE's not gonna preempt the NFL on New Year's Day. So all right, so our next episode will drop on uh Friday, December first. Mm. We will take uh, we'll take a few weeks off. Uh, thank you for uh, checking that. It's okay. See, see, Nathaniel. Unlike some other podcast CEOs, uh, I am I am okay <laughs> with it, like humanity. So that is that is fine. You are correct. So yes. So uh, we will talk to you in three weeks uh, on Friday, December first. Will be the next uh, next episode of main event. Uh, Nate and Steve will be back with us. Uh, Nate and Steve. Nate's here now. Steve and Pete will be back with us. We'll talk uh, anything that strikes our fancy. Uh, we'll we'll talk the uh, back uh, fallout of Survivor Series. We'll see what happens at War Games because uh, the show will be after that. And uh, yeah, and then we'll see what goes on throughout the month of December into the new year. Maybe we'll do. We'll we'll, we'll plan on doing a year in probably that first. Maybe we'll maybe we'll record a, a separate night and get our guy uh, Brandon Thurston back on, and maybe we'll do a a, a year in review uh, yeah. episode and look back at 2022 for WWE, AEW, Impact, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, um, so there we go. So, everybody have a wonderful uh, weekend. Have a happy Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks. And uh, for Brother Nate, I'm Brother Scott. We'll talk to you in three weeks. Hey, Scott Criscola. He couldn't stop now, everybody. Yeah, Nate Milton. You know what? I, I was going to, you know, do a thing here, Scott, but I, I, I'm tired of pulling back the curtain, full disclosure. I'm, I'm catching a flight to Wakanda tomorrow, so I've got to get my rest. So uh, I'm going to get some sleep, and I'll see you in three weeks. <sighs> Damn you, Steve Willie. <laughs>